Hey guys, it's Cam with Freebird, and I am so honored, so humbled, and I am sitting in Miss Kate Tori Alba's house. Welcome, Miss Kate, to my own house. <laughs> <laughs> it's introduced at a sleepover. Yes, it's been the best. So good. Oh my gosh, you guys, we the Freebird team and creative directors are here in Portland, Oregon, doing this wonderful interview for all of you in Kate Torrealba's house. And we literally are having a sleepover yes. with three of the industry greats. And Kate Torrealba, how long have you been in the game now? Oh my gosh. I have been in the industry for, I think, 15 years, mm -hmm. 15 and a half. Yeah. yeah. I think in December it'll be 16 years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think so. So rise December yeah. two. That's yeah. awesome. I know. Okay. I just found that out yesterday. We were chatting on our way to um, Cosmoprof. Yeah. And, you know, we mentioned that we both started school in December. Mm. And I'm like, that's so funny. It that is. That's when we were in. I got done. I finished, I think, end of October when I got done because school was like 10 and a half months. Yeah. But it's been a long time. That feels like a completely different lifetime though. Isn't that the truth? Yeah, I mean, a completely different lifetime. I mean, 16 years. A lot can happen yeah. in 16 years. I yeah. mean, do you feel like your why is always uh, evolving in that time? Like, yes. why you love this industry yes. and why you started in it? Yeah, there's been a lot of times where I'm like, why did I do this to myself? <laughs> No true, but I can't. <laughs> like when people ask me, "Oh, if you weren't a hairdresser, what would you be?" I'm like, I would play with dogs all day, but I do that anyway. That's right. So I don't know. You're like, I kind of being a hairstylist allows for dreams to come true. Right? It, like, I mean, yeah, it really does. It's it's interesting. You know, I actually went to school for art and graphic design before mm -hmm. I started in the hair industry, and I always had an interest in it. I always really loved it, and. I've always been tuned into media marketing and advertising my whole life, literally. Like, I've always looked at commercials, billboards, all those sort of things. So when I went to school for art and graphic design, it actually gave me a really good, strong foundational mm -hmm. base for what I currently do and yeah. everything that I'm still doing. So when people ask me if I regret going to college, because I went to a four-year university before I started wow. doing hair, you know, I quit halfway through because I knew okay, I don't want to just be doing this yeah. for the rest of my life. I don't want to be creating business cards for a dental office, no. you know, and like, just, it seems what a waste of your beautiful talent. Yeah, oh my God. So boring to me. I'm so, so glad you quit. <laughs> yeah. So I, I am blessed in the fact that it was an expensive lesson to learn, yes. but I came away from that with a much better understanding of color composition, you know, putting aesthetically pleasing things yes. together, how to really look at something from a design standpoint. I'm able to make my own flyers, do all my own advertising, things like that, because I have that foundational background yes. already building it up. But I knew that I had to work with my hands. That's a big thing for me is not just doing everything through yeah. the computer. I have to actually physically get in there and make something. Yes. I love to make things yes. with my hands. So that was a big reason why I quit doing art and graphic design. Mm -hmm. And I brought my art and design into the hair world. Yes, you really did. And yeah. you brought it in a way that um, has changed the industry standard, in my opinion, of allowing for niches, allowing for changing branding, allowing for adding in another level of the technicality and a grace and design that isn't taught in beauty school. I mean, well, I mean don't get me started. Don't, don't get me started. But you really, really incorporated that well in so much of your editorial work and all of the routes that you've taken. And it's so amazing. I'm so glad that you quit because, girl, you're killing the game. Those beautiful hands of yours, this human. I'm telling you, I'm going to brag on her the whole time because I love these humans and they are so amazing. All right, let's dive into our next amazing one. What's the number one thing you love about your career? <laughs> There's Presley Poe. Presley Poe! <laughs> oh, how do I? Uh, Pigamoo! <laughs> oh my gosh, this is how we're gonna do it. Oh, hold on. Hey, 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 hey. Okay. <laughs> impromptu, <laughs> impromptu photo shoot. We don't miss it anytime. Oh my god, I'm so ridiculous. 
these fun little cameos. Yeah, it'll be, make sure you catch them all, because yeah. I can't imagine what Kate's going to do to Presley now. <laughs> She's going to be a booty. Boats, boats, boats. So I think we just witnessed one of the number one reasons you love this industry. Oh, yes. Just being goofy and like meeting my people. (laughs) That's kind of been, I think, the collaboration and finding my group of people. Yeah. Because I was always the kid who, you know, so many of us in our industry will say this. I was the kid that was like picked on growing up and I was different and, you know, I wasn't that typical like popular kid. I got teased and tormented growing up. And so I kind of was always just looking for my people, my creative people, you know, who were a little bit different and this industry is what brings it. And we're full of them. Yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. There are still clicks within the industry for sure, but I tend to stay as far away yeah. from all of that stuff as possible and just be with the people that I know really warm my heart. And I always tell Sarai, I'm like, if Sarai approves of somebody, then I they're good in my book. Oh yeah. Literally. Like I it's without it will we can bring that in. That's not yes. a question on here, but that's how we met. It is exactly it's literally how we met. met. It is exactly how we met. That's it was so funny because I saw Sarai posting about Freebird on social media and I'm like, oh, it piqued my interest and I'm like, this is really interesting. I could really use this service. Yeah. And I had just started working for Babylon Pro and I was like, oh man, I'm going to be traveling, doing all these shows. Like I'm finally with a brand that like really knows my worth and they treat me so awesome. And then fucking COVID. <laughs> ah, the world. The shut world down. shut down. And they're like, okay, real talk. It's March. We might start shows again at the end of August, but we might not have shows for the rest of the year. And that's literally what my whole job was there was to do shows and I completely panicked and Sarai was actually in town visiting a friend like right before everything shut down and I was like all right give me the lowdown on Freebird and then I instantly connected with Cam and I'm like okay this is now she's in my house having a sleepover (laughs) we are a sleepover and it's so beautiful because it's such a similar story that we all share yeah I've always searched for my people I've I've a traveling artist and I have seen wonderful artists and there's just nothing like finding your people and yeah. especially when you are able to just be yourself like Kate and I met for the first time in person when I showed up yeah. at her house mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's yeah it doesn't matter it's just true friendship and yeah. that's what the industry allows for is come as you are and yes. express it and that's why we always want to make sure when we do these things that Yes, we know you're beautiful artists and educators and different levels of your careers, but you're so much more than just a professional. Yes. You have so many things that you do every day and maybe no one's told you they're valuable or you thought that you could use them in a way. So we want to make sure you know that even the smallest instances of a friend telling a friend, Kate and I sit next to each other and are helping each other chase each other's dreams. Like. Yes not one of us doing one or more for another but sharing our love for one another and that's what you can do for the people around you so we want to share that because this industry really creates cool opportunities and you're looking at one like so don't miss it and don't be a dick (laughs) don't be a dick (laughs) i'll tell you literally every single person that is in my house right now i met them because of social media and this industry yeah that's how i've gotten to where I am is because of social that's media. Right. And that's every single time that I have somebody who's just starting out in this industry yeah. message me and they ask me like, what's your biggest piece of advice? I'm like, collab with people and really grow your social media because that's how you're going to network in this industry yes. most effectively. And authentically. Exactly. Yeah. Because you're yeah. just being yourself. Yeah. You guys, it, we have to keep an open mind here. It's 21st century. We have really great tools. Use it authentically to yourself. Not everyone approaches social media the same, and that's okay too. So don't don't put yourself in a bucket. I can't use it. Like it's an incredible tool. We would have never met, and that's you something you may be missing out on is a really cool connection. So yeah. don't miss out. And speaking of lessons and things you don't want to miss out on, my friend, what have been your biggest periods of? and your 
biggest periods of growth. <laughs> One in the right same now. <laughs> tell me, girl. Tell me. <laughs> tell me, baby. Pain and growth go hand in hand. So if you are in pain right now, that means you're growing, bitch. That's right, baby. That's right. Oh, no. That's what I tell myself to keep me from crying in the bathtub. Okay, I'm going to tell you. My water bill was the highest it's ever been because over COVID, I've cried in the shower a lot. And I've taken a lot of much needed Epsom salt bath yeah. times, Jamaican rainstorm. Mm -hmm. Okay, if you don't, I, yeah, I won't. You go gotta hear. Okay, I told Cam that I would give her a Jamaican rainstorm while she was here. Yes. Okay, if you don't know what a Jamaican rainstorm is, buckle up. Buckle up. So, I, both Cam and myself are cannabis queens. Yes. So Cam has really bad back issues. I have fibromyalgia. So I have chronic widespread pain and massive, massive, massive chronic migraines. It's the worst. Cannabis is the only thing that really helps me. I do take fibromyalgia medication that helps too, but Cannabis is king. And, so, and a warm bath with some Epsom salt, baby, please. So, like, sign me up. Depending on what mood I am in, I go in, <laughs> uh, yes. So I go in my, I have a big old bathtub in my in my bathroom. Covers boobs. Yep. Covers boobs. That's all we need yep. to know because that's what you look for as it's a woman great. these days. It is great. Yeah. So I run a bath. I put in my Epsom salts. My I've got an Epsom salt bubble bath. I get that going. I turn all the lights off in there. I light candles and then you run the shower on high <laughs> and you smoke a bowl in there and you shut the door and you hot box yourself and the steam opens up your lungs. So you get wicked stone. And so again, depending on my mood, I either listen to spa music or Dr. Dre. Girl, you there's your end yeah. of day ritual. <laughs> That's what I do. Literally, Literally. I have to to unwind yeah. because part of yeah. you know what we deal with, what yeah. we struggle with, is insomnia due to yeah. the chronic pain that we both deal with. And so in order to be like a sane working individual, it's the only thing that will help me yeah. to like unwind and it's such a great it is. natural resource. And like, yeah. and that's one thing too, for me, like with baths, Oh gosh, mm -hmm. you guys artists out there. Like I didn't do this until my latter part of my career. <laughs> when it wasn't a choice <laughs> like in of course you know you hear those things like the cute shoes the this the this yeah and I remember being that stylist being like no I'm gonna always be on point and wear the cute shoes well my back definitely paid for it but yeah now it's a uh, 10 A's <laughs> wear heels. no you know it's just I can't anymore no. and unless we're unless we're, we're showing up well we will wedge I won't. wedge I won't. wedge I won't. we're showing up no no stilettos that's that's not balance. I am way too clumsy for a stiletto. I've never even worn them. <laughs> but I call those sitting pretty shoes because you just sit and look pretty in them. Yes, and very poised. Yes. Yeah, you're not going anywhere. Like, you are no. just, you are just there. But no, it's really, the industry allows for so many things and pain points of the industry and the growth moments. Like, I remember in my career, and I say this often, is um, I've learned more from my failures and my successes. Yes. And really, as an artist, like, you got to have a tough, tough skin, you know? Okay. I'm just going to tell you yeah. that I didn't give a shit when I first started. I got out of school. I had this hotshot attitude where I just thought that I was top dog. I, I mean, really both, I mean, we all been there. Yeah, yeah, I would girl. say a good majority of people who are just starting out in the industry, you just graduated beauty school. You're like, I have my license. Like, I'm ready. I'm the shit. Like, mm -hmm. no, you're not. I'm going to tell you right now, you're not, but I love you anyway. And you're going to be the shit. You're going to be dope. You're just not the shit yet. And I now, after being in the industry for 15, almost 16 years, I take every opportunity I can to assist other people, oh, mentor yes. other people, do these things, because I feel like I should have taken those first several years of my career. It's, mm -hmm. it's more like a regret for me as opposed to like, what was my biggest pain, right. I would say. You're aware that you would do it Yes. Yeah. I, that's what I really look back at is I feel like I would be much farther ahead now mm -hmm. if I would have taken 
the time to really soak up mentorship from mm. other people and learn more rather than just thinking that I was awesome right out of the gate, sure. which I mean, you should have good self-confidence when you're doing these things. You know, you don't want to be self-conscious. That's going to come across in things. Have confidence, but definitely don't have an ego about mm -hmm. it because the longer that I've gone in this industry, I've seen so many people with so many egos and it's just, it's icky and it's gross to me. So I would say that's how I've grown the most yeah. is seeing where I can help others along the way too, because sure, I didn't sure. get a whole lot of that yeah. when I was coming up too. It was kind of like, it was very cutthroat. People held on to their secrets. You can't know my trade. Yes. Yeah. You can't know my formula. And you know, Soraya and I touched on this a little bit too, because isn't that the truth? Like now that's why we're pouring this out. That's yeah. why we're really just telling you truth because it's what we wish we would have known or someone would have stopped and said, Hey, maybe you should just think about this for a little bit more. It's, it's, or even opportunities yeah. of what can be. And so yeah. it is, it is a truth that in this industry, there's always been this hidden, you're not going to touch my like knowledge. Yeah. And so now that we're bringing it out, I mean, literally you have three of the greatest artists who are pouring their hearts out, telling you, I've been at this for a long time and it's been painful but these are some things that I've learned. You need to take note because when you know better, you can do better. And if you're just too stuck in your ego to listen, it's hard. You're man. gonna miss a lot of great things because a really simple truth that I've experienced more times than not in my career as well is like, and I think she would agree with this, is when you drop that ego, so many more amazing artists, way better than you, <laughs> way better than you will accept you in their space to yes. learn from them. Yeah. But if you are ego driven, if you think you know everything, why would they waste their time trying to teach you if you already know? So always keep an open mind, always yeah. stay teachable. That was yeah. something that it's, it's a lost art. And those of you out there who are like, if you saw this beautiful human somewhere, you better go ask her, can, can I just, what are you doing? Can I watch you? Like, because that's knowledge of 16 years. Yeah that you have right in around you too. So don't miss out because those growth moments, she's Absolutely. passing them on to you as she gets in. And the one thing that I want to say, because Tell. I got Tell. told this a thousand times on a daily basis in beauty school. And I think it is the biggest piece of bullshit advice. Ooh, tell us. It's fake it till you make it. Oh no. I hate that so much. They used to tell us that I went to the original Aveda Institute in Minneapolis because you know, I thought I, I was just like, had this big ego that I was like, okay, I have to go to this name brand school. I have to do this. I have yep. to do that. Yep. And I ended up wasting all my money and I got the same license that you have. Yep. So first of all, don't go to the cheapest beauty school. You can, that's a True. one piece of True. advice that I can give yep. you. And then the other thing is if you don't know something, say you yeah. don't know something, mm -hmm. don't be like, you know, when someone, you're trying to look cool and they're like, oh, you know, so-and-so and this and that. Oh yeah. I'd be like, no, I don't know who that is. Tell me about it. Yeah. I would love to Tell know me. who like, they are. Yeah. If they're that interesting, you know, like, yes, I need to know them then. Like you can't fake it till you make it. No. Because this industry, they're the fastest to sniff it out. Like we've worked hard to be who we are and yeah. everyone around you, you've worked hard to be who you are. Don't fake it. Love who you are and show exactly. it. Speaking of love who you are, we got to talk about some rebranding, branding, and all of that jazz because my girl over here, she's done her fair share of loving herself and reinventing herself. So break it down, boo. Break it down. I don't like Madonna, but apparently I'm trying to be the Madonna of the hair industry. Where you know what? She, gosh, I just got a vision of her and I'm like, yes, baby, you are. Like, I was like, yeah. I'll be the like, the like a virgin. Yeah, I was like, there we Madonna. Go. I don't want to be the now Madonna. Mm, I'm not, I'm not into that, but here's the thing. We are constantly evolving and changing and hopefully moving forward in our lives. And when I very first started out on my social media journey, I was not using it for the purpose that I use it for now. And I was in a completely different place in my life. I looked completely different. I was into 
everything like vintage pinup lifestyle and some people still only view me as that and I'm like how much more of my hair do I have to shave off for you to understand that I don't give a shit about that anymore and I'm not trying to look like Marilyn Monroe yeah but you <laughs> I'm like you are so beautiful <laughs> like I don't know I love her but okay um, I'm over it yeah, so you're like, I'm trying to switch this bad boy up. Come yeah, on. I was just trying to figure out, okay, how can I become a little bit more marketable? Because I had basically pigeonholed myself mm. showing all of those things. And then companies, brands, people that wanted to hire me for shoots or whatever other, yeah. like I do a lot of weddings and people thought I only did vintage hair. And I'm like, no, I can do all of these yeah. other things, but that's just what had blown up on my Instagram. Yeah. So I eventually ended up changing my handle and I would slowly start trickling in other things on my feed that weren't necessarily vintage. Yeah. And one thing that I noticed too, that was really super frustrating was if I would post a selfie, it would get like 15,000 likes. And then if I would post a photo of my work, it would, if it would break like a thousand likes, that was good. And so it would piss me off that people more wanted to see my own face than my work. So I was like, I have to make my work yeah. as good as what apparently people think this is because this is going to fade eventually. But what I can do with this yep. won't. Yep. So it's kind of like, all right, I'm always trying to like yeah. think ahead of what's my end game here because I also know that our jobs are physical jobs and I'm not going to be able to do it forever. So what's going to be next? Yep. How do I look yep. for the next thing? So that's all a matter of just what makes your heart happy? What makes yeah. your soul sing when yeah. you're actually doing different parts of your job? And so for me, it's getting into things like this and educating and mentoring people and helping to lift people up because I know that I felt that struggle as a new hairdresser or trying to ask people like, how do you do something? They're like, I'm not going to tell you how I did that or get your own clients. Or asking or, like, and worrying instantly you ask, yeah. they're going to think different of you Yeah, because you asked something you didn't know. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. how else do you learn if you don't ask? Absolutely. And and the culture of our industry is different than it was when we first started this oh, journey. Thank goodness, right? Yes, thank absolutely. Goodness. Like, it's evolved in a way yes. that is so beautiful. I mean, yeah. of, the, of the collaboration, the creativity yes. together, the sharing, the, just the sharing, sharing, literally putting formulas online. Like, yep. yes. That would like, not have happened like girl, 10 years ago. Please. No. It's like, are you kidding me? You even like, okay. Everyone out there, like, back in our day. Yep. <laughs> it's enough, though, in our industry, because we move fast. Yeah. You know, as creatives, we like to do what we do. But back in the day, you couldn't even, like, stand next to someone too close. Like, yeah. you literally, yep. if you were around another artist, it was the three feet rule, the silent rule, the, yep. you, if you learned by watching, that was good enough. And yep. potentially, you got the chance. So don't miss out on what you can do with your career for lack of ambition and direction because you guys have all the tools you need and beautiful people like Kate Tori Alba, Sir Ice Beer, Presley Poe, just loving on you with all this yes. beautiful knowledge. Like, take it, babies, take it. Yes. And we gotta know, we gotta know. Like, so let's recap here for a second. Rebranding for people who are maybe starting the brand journey or you're finding yourself in, in your career, your brand is you. It's it you externally showing and sharing yourself virtually with the world. Like. We live in the 21st century. We have beautiful tools that we are able to share with one another, but your brand is you and you yeah. evolve and change and you find new interests and yes. you learn yeah. that by doing, you know, showcasing this, you got pigeonholed, like you said. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? And so, you know what? I had to get away because yeah. I had built that page yeah. so big with that. I had to try and I still, I struggle with yeah. it constantly of getting out of the mind frame of like, oh, well, people aren't liking this. They're yeah. not. Put out what you love. It does not matter because it's going to come. The people who are no longer interested, okay, bye, you're dead weight, goodbye. Yeah. You can go. Yeah. And, you know, like also personally for me, social issues and mental health issues yeah. are really, really important. So I post about those things. Yeah. And if people drop off during that, I'm like, okay, bye. You're a shit human. Goodbye. Yeah. No, I'm serious. Yeah. And so you guys don't be, don't be apologetic yeah. for who you are and what you stand for. Yeah. Like 
your brand is who you are, but it's also helping you, your, yeah. your people find you just like yes. as an artist, each of us, that's why, you know, the running joke in the industry, how do we all make it? Yeah. It's because we all offer something different and your brand showcases that, Yeah. but you're also a human. So you're growing, you're yeah. learning, you're evolving. And when your brand flips, that's beautiful because that means you've learned something about yourself you've added a new skill set yep. or you have a new passion and a new desire to yeah, chase and absolutely. change shouldn't be looked as a bad thing, but understand that your brand can really set you up for good, bad, ugly. Yep. So be mindful of yourself. Ask the hard questions, the I love you questions and start there before you dive into trying to bring up a brand because it's kind of hard when you flip it, but it's also super good. It is. You grow, you learn, you're like, oh, I really love that for that time. Yeah. But I'm know. ready. I'm ready for a change. I'm ready for something different. And don't feel bad about people like not being interested yeah. in it anymore. Or if you like Sarai and I, and the reason why I would say like, okay, well, you're a shit human yeah. if you unfollow me is because like, you know, I'm trying to stand up for like human rights issues. Integrity. Mm -hmm. Integrity. Like yeah. Always stand by with what your heart really speaks to. And if people are like, oh, you're trying to do something good and I don't like that. Okay, well then bye. Yeah. Yeah. It's the truth. And don't yeah. be upset about it. And don't be upset about it. But remember that growing and learning is hard and you're going to get there. It's you okay. Will. You will. You'll get there. And that's what you need, friends. Yes. So where do you get your fearlessness to lean into your curiosities and your different niches? Such a great question following this up. Okay, so I am the kind of person that I am never content. And I used to think that that was a bad thing. And I remember I called my parents one day when I was in my early 20s and I told them, oh my God, I feel like I'm just never going to be content yeah. ever. And they were like, that's actually a really good thing because you're always going to be growing then. You're always going to be changing. You're always going to want to be learning something new and something different. Yeah. So I feel like that uncomfortable growth, as uncomfortable as it is, yeah. it really does push you so much farther to do more than just one thing. Yes. And so that was another reason why I quit college when I did, because I was like, I don't do the office job. No. I don't do the nine to five. I also personally can't work in a salon where I'm going into the same salon every day of my life. That bores me to tears. So for me, I had to find out, okay, what lights my fire every day? Yeah. What makes me really excited? And then I quite literally force myself into any situation. So I have worked on photo shoots, I have worked on fashion shows, I've worked on TV shows, I've worked in movies, I've worked red carpets, I've worked the Oscars, I've worked the Grammys, I've worked the Streamies, I've worked, I have worked so many different things, and it's all because I have quite literally forced myself into those situations to like, go for it. I had been living in LA for not even one week, and I was in a store, and I saw two people walking around picking out wardrobe and I overheard them saying that it was for a movie. I had no idea who they were. And I was like, I don't have anything to lose. No. So I just went and I inserted myself in their conversation. And I was like, Hey guys, sorry. Just overheard you talking that you were shopping for stuff for a movie. Just wondering if you have someone to do hair for your movie. And they're like, Oh, we do, but we hate the person. And they're like, what are you doing later? And I was like, nothing. I literally just moved here. And they're like, okay, we're going to text you an address. Um, meet us, meet us at this address. We're going to do a hair and makeup test yep. with you. And I was like, okay. Um, I show up to the house and it's Hayden Christensen's house <gasps> in the Hollywood Hills. <laughs> and dope. the woman who I stopped and talked to her at the store and was like, Hey, do you have anyone? It was George Lucas's daughter. And I got to do hair and makeup on her first film. So just because I went and talked to her. You never know. You never what's know possible. what's possible. And seeing if you were to have stayed so niche to a brand, like, yeah, you know, like, oh, well, I don't do that. I only yeah. do this. Like, those are the yeah. type of things you could miss out on. Yeah. Girl. Absolutely. Woo! I hope you're listening. Yes. I mean, she's dropping some truth bombs, baby. She's dropping. I'm telling you, as a hairstylist, you cannot see your hair and not touch it. It's a problem. Like, what it's, is that? Why is it happening on me? <laughs> just turn yours into a shell like uh, mine. Well, you would, like, I'm telling you, this one, I feel like she can, like, Look at, wow, well, 360. No, like, you're so, like, you're so funny. Photogenic, this one is. 
got it from my mama. Oh, your mama. Oh, yeah. yes. My mom so was a uh, runner-up for Miss Minnesota in 1979. Oh, mama. You passed on some beautiful jeans. Mm -hmm. I know you're beautiful inside and out. She's such a good human. <laughs> I love her. Okay, bye. Oh. Mama, sorry, Mama. this is a bad one to, this is a bad one to follow up on, Mama. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't mean to segue this, but what's your biggest insecurity? My biggest insecurity? Mm -hmm. um, I have a lot. Mm -hmm. I think I'm fat and ugly and stupid and nobody wants to hear from me mm. all the time. And that's true. Girl, it's true. It really is. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. I mean, it's in a nutshell. I think yeah. how most of us feel yeah. all the time. Because here's the thing. We look at fucking Instagram models all day. We literally scroll through people's highlights all day long. And it's literally, this is my life. This is how I get my business is through social media. That's how I'm teaching. That's how I get jobs. That's how I get clients. That's how I do everything. And so you're bombarded with that stuff constantly and constantly feeling like you quite literally never measure up. So, you know, what's funny is when me, Presley, and Sarai all get together, or like we see somebody doing something, the others will call each other. And we're like, damn it, she's killing it. <laughs> like Presley and I talk to each other all the time. We're like, Presley, like, God, Sarai is doing such a good job. And she's, <laughs> I feel so insecure. <laughs> and then she'll look at us like we have a third eye. <laughs> she is always killing it. <laughs> she is That's the best. I'm so glad we have a curtain. <laughs> yeah. That's the face I give them. <laughs> so I would say just comparison, yeah. I guess, in general, because there's a laundry list of, like, dysmorphia yes. within my own self that I'm like, my work sucks, my face sucks, my mm. soul sucks. I can't do anything. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then when you fall down that hole, you're like, oh, crap. Ooh. Yeah. But then you have to remind yourself that, okay, maybe this person is really good at that. So that's what I need to work on and what I need to strive towards. I'll be perfectly honest. There are people that I admire so much that I refuse to follow them on social media. Yeah. yeah. I understand. Because it makes me almost feel bad about myself, but I just admire them from afar. Yeah. And I'm like, you inspire me to be better. Yes. It just kind of always keeps that little edge. engine yep. running there to push me to be better. You know, I, I love this. And I want to add this because it was, a, I read yeah. it and it was a token. And it's like one of those things I'm like, when we are around people and we find ourselves drawn to people and it's our soul's recognition of a quality that we have in other people and we need to learn it. Like we're, it's us identifying that we're growing, that we're, yeah. you know, it's those things because when you're growing, you're pushing yourself and you have people around you who are very talented yeah. and they allow you to become more talented because together you guys are creating magic. Yeah. Like when, when you see someone who is off like the insecurity component, I think this is huge for artists. We all go through this because we stand so by each other and feel like, what are they thinking of me? What are they thinking about my work? Like, did I do a good enough job? Open up the dialogue talk to each other because as soon as all five of us got here mm -hmm. within like 30 minutes, things that all three of them have said to me directly, like insecurities and concerns and so forth. Like I, they felt like they weren't measuring up to one another. Yeah. They stood face to face and they looked at each other and gave each other the greatest compliments because the insecurities they were feeling were just that that other person that's their area. And then that person's like, yeah. you're so good at this. Like, tell me everything. And it's yeah. like, it's beautiful because it opened it up. And well, yeah. And the thing is yeah. too, like when you're in it, you're yeah. this close to it. Right. So right. it's like going to a museum and standing this close to a painting yes. when you really should take like 30 steps back so you can see everything else yes. that's happening around it. There's so much going on. Yes, and, and when you get in your head, yes, you and get you're in, in a spiral. You need yeah. friends and you need people around you to open up to and be like, yes. hey, hey, I see you this way. I see all the great things you do. I see all of those things because sometimes we are really hard on ourselves. Well, you know? the, I have to tell you guys a story because the very first time that I actually worked with Sarai, we had met very briefly at some Kenra events and followed each other online a little bit, like at the beginning. Yeah. And there was one day 
shortly after we had met where she was posting on her Instagram stories that she was feeling super insecure, mm -hmm. really burned out. She just didn't have that, that energy. Mm -hmm. And I wrote to her and I was like, why don't you fly out to LA and do a collab weekend with yeah. me and we just shoot and do all this stuff. And she was like, what, are you serious? And I was like, yes. And I think that was like three years ago, almost yeah. two or three years ago. Mm -hmm. And we now do this all the time and she's, you know, my chosen family. I know. So you never know what types of things that these are, you know, friendships and relationships mm -hmm. and different paths that, because if I would have never met Sarai, I would have never met Cam. I would have never been involved in any of this. No. And so all of those things can just literally change the yeah. trajectory of your life. And we all go through the imposter syndrome. So, so much so. Yeah. Like, and it's such an important thing to not be shameful of. Yeah. Don't be afraid of it. And you know, lean into yeah. it because insecurities are so real, but mm -hmm. they're far less scary together. Like yeah. they're far less scary when you can, in a safe space, share yourself honestly and not worry that the people around you think different because yeah. all of us are human and we're just growing. And this industry allows for us to express ourselves in unique ways. So yeah. look for ways to encourage people around you because the, this is a very common, like how she laid that mm -hmm. out. We all have a laundry list. Oh, I don't like my nose. I don't like this. I don't like that. Like, and we play that on repeat sometimes. Mm -hmm. And just remember, foster syndrome is real. Don't it go is. down it. Come it back is. out. Get out of there. Yes. And remember, you're excellent. Even if it's a rough day, tap out. Nothing needs to grow at all times. Go look at your best selfies. Yeah. Yes. Go look at your best selfies. Go look at your best selfies. Or go, go take a Jamaican rain shower. See? Go do a Jamaican rainstorm. Rainstorm, you, you'll, rainstorm. You'll totally forget about it. But make yeah. sure. But yeah, make of sure, course they're gonna forget about it. Make sure it. you smoke an indica. No. Oh yeah, you gotta go to bed. <laughs> Don't smoke a sativa when you're feeling anxious. <laughs> no. Or self-conscious. No. You'll no. be like, I really hate myself now. No. no. And if you're concerned at all, go the CBD route. <laughs> like, yeah, go the CBD route. Don't. That's don't not psychoactive that. at all. Nope. And if you're interested in learning more about well, cannabis, we, please we contact us directly, and we will. I will sit and talk to you about cannabis all day, all day. And let me tell you, I didn't start um, using cannabis until I was about 25 years old. And I used to think that people that smoked weed were like the biggest losers, losers. on the planet. My and now I'm losers. like, I'm like, oh, I'm such a loser. Loser. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> you should see us in our later phase. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Who wants to see? Vote now for a Jamaican rainstorm video. Well, wear swimsuits. Oh, gosh, you guys, we have to Just wait. Sarai, we need swimsuits. Sarai, did you get a swimsuit? We need swimsuits. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't have a hot tub, but I have a bathtub. That's massive. It is massive. <laughs> I've, I've fit definitely more than one person in there before. Uh, oh, oh. Also, Sebastian has bathed with me. I was there. like, is that an after hours? Is that, a, is that an after hours series I need to hold yeah. this conversation? Like Playboy After Dark? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kate's House After Dark? Yeah, Kate's House After Dark. <laughs> oh my gosh, just get ready, everyone. You're going to love it. All right, I got I to gotta know. And this one, I appreciate and value the work that you put in for our civil rights and social justice because I think we all should use our platforms and voice in yes. the way that we can and in the space that we can. Remember... We are an industry that spans the globe, and yes. we need to create a narrative of inclusivity and equality that is true. And last thing, this is not a moment, and if you think it is, get the fuck out. Exactly. So, all right, here we go. How do you help make an impact on a day-to-day -day basis in your life, baby? Okay. My family, I grew up very Christian, and it was really forced on me. Sorry, Mom, I've been watching this. We already gave um, you yes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I went to private Christian school and we mm -hmm. had a religion class every day. We had chapel on Fridays mm -hmm. and then my parents would take us to church where we went to school on Sundays and then another church that they just particularly liked on the same day. So I had a lot of church growing up and you were always like, Christians do this and Christians do that. And this is how you're a good person. And this is how you make a good impact on the world and all of these things. And a lot of things just didn't sit right with me. And the way that I saw the world and I, the way, especially that I would see Christians on social media and how the, they would interact with people or just my opinion, because 
every time you see a troll on the internet, you go to their account and it's uh, it's private and they always have a Bible verse in there about me. And I'm like, you know, Jesus sees you. <laughs> sees your Instagram, okay? Oh my gosh, so, you're so funny. <laughs> like, that is just awesome. No, it it's, it's, it's true. Like, yes. it's true. And so, so no hate if you're no. a Christian. Oh gosh, no. Because no. I am, I, I am too. Yes. I was, I was raised heavily. Yes. And why I was giggling is that just so yes. funny? But yeah. it, no, please no. We one hundred percent respect yes. all religions, all walks yes. of life. Like so, the way but, I but we have to share yes. here. Okay, so I'll give this yes. one for sure. Like when you leave religion, and it's something that is um, very much a prominent part of you. It's jarring. It's yeah. hard. It's scary because you're told your entire life a certain way and but you don't feel wrong about how you feel you feel like that makes more sense to you than what you've been told your whole life and you have family and different dynamics so please understand you're you're hearing from two people who know it well we yes. respect those who <laughs> yes. understand it and or you know partake and that's totally yes. fine but we do have our own opinions of it because we're on the other side of a journey that was hard for us to find our voice. It was hard for us to be women that weren't thought to be subservient or to just be a wife or whatever the yeah. part of the structure mm -hmm. people like to paint. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's different for everybody. Absolutely. And so it's important for us to always make sure that we're clear here because anyone out there who's ever questioned it and didn't have the space to ask questions one of my most frustrating things is I wish I just could have had more open questions and not just well God made it or Jesus made it so I'll be right here and make it very clear so we 100% understand and respect it but we also have our own opinion so if it bothers you please just shut your computers or your phones <laughs> now and move on so go ahead Kate <laughs> I feel so for me it was more like how can I turn what I was taught growing up right. into something that works for me yeah. and that feels yeah. a connection for myself and for me being a christian woman doesn't mean proving it by quoting a bunch of bible verses or you know like really cramming it down people's throats or anything like that it is for me being a nice person like being a kind genuine loving human being and genuinely wanting to help mm -hmm. others just because they're your fellow man yeah you know they're your fellow person yeah and you know i i know it makes my dad cringy but i like to explore everything that i can about everybody's different opinions and worldviews yeah. and where you come from and how you approach life and yes, why it's like yeah i watch so many different documentaries on different religions yeah. different yeah. backgrounds i love to travel and meet people from different walks of life because so you i just want it open yes. just the dialogue open like because i think it's so fascinating me too it's so curious like, like why not I always tell people I can only make the best decision on the information that I have. If I don't have all of the information, I can't make the best decision. Sure. So I would rather know, like, I feel like people who are rude and mean or they don't understand somebody, it's like, get the information so that you yes. can have empathy and put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Yeah. I try and do that so much. So for me, like just trying to make an impact on the world is by being kind and yeah. trying to like lift other people up. Girl, that's what I try and do. I'm so glad that you really brought that through because it, it's not a being a good person, making an impact isn't defined yeah. by any, any of those um, identifiers, right? Yeah. Anything career, you know, relationships, nothing, anything. It's not, it doesn't matter. You can yeah. be a good human and make an impact right where you are. Yeah. And you do that so well by loving and being honest mm -hmm. with what and who you are. Yeah. Because there's other people out there who maybe never would have openly spoken about religion yep. or openly spoken about Jamie Ray Chubb. So yeah. excited. And it's important. That and that's, do. that's the thing that I am, I am about in a month, I'm going to be 35 years old. I have never felt more comfortable in my skin mm -hmm. than I do right now yeah. because this year I made it my goal to do everything that makes me uncomfortable to grow and finally yes. feel at peace with myself yes. because I carried around a lot of guilt and negative feelings from, you know, like certain 
past yeah. relationships yeah. and past yeah. things that have you know impacted really, you yeah, yeah impacted me and shaped me how I am so now I'm doing things not to please others but to please myself you're unlearning yeah. yes and relearning yes that's one of my I have a coach that I work with like these imposter syndrome things man mm -hmm. you know it's hard and going back and forth to comfort and grow they really yeah. can feel intimidating and yeah. so having those true moments is so important for your growth and don't care nope what people think no nope. don't care like obviously you you need to be professional about the way that you're presenting things and you know if you're really if you're repped by a brand currently or if you're looking to be on stage with certain brands or certain things that you need to do in order to be marketable as a professional mm -hmm. as well so have your opinions yep. you know definitely voice them voice them in a professional yes. and the tone yes. of it is definitely where you need to be mindful mm -hmm. so just be mindful mm -hmm. of those things yeah but always speak your truth because that is something where the tide in this industry is starting to change we used to have to be quiet or mm -hmm. we would literally get blacklisted that's right if we talked you know about an experience that we had with a person yep. or a brand or anything like that or we didn't play ball the way that certain people wanted to play ball in a dirty way yep. we would get blacklisted and people wouldn't work with us and now our industry is finally having a voice and we're like we're not gonna let people dictate this like silence in our industry anymore no there's no more yeah. it's not gonna happen because about time this changes yeah and it's important though and you know another thing is um to really hone in on this is like to know where what is acceptable to you you must understand and love who you are yeah and that's a great segue into my next question which is what do you love most about yourself my sweet friend i think i love most about myself is my wit mm -hmm. and my humor <laughs> <laughs> I actually really want to be a, a comedian. comedian. Yeah. Okay, can we? Uh, we're gonna say yeah. this together right now. I have said the exact same. Really? Thing. Oh yes. my gosh! I've always I wanted to like take classes wanted... on how to like write. I out. wanted to go to the comedy <gasps> show down in. Um, oh gosh, in, I'm gonna butcher in LA. The comedy. I don't oh, know the comedy. The comedy store. Yeah. Yes, the comedy yeah. store. I just want to start watching. Me those too. Bits. I watch so much stand up because I've always Me wanted too. to do it. I'm such a ham. I like, love and I love uncomfortable humor. Like, I do too. Oh gosh, if I yeah. make someone comfortable, like in a yeah. good way. Yes. It's like. Who yeah. are some of your favorite comedians? Okay, I have dark humor. Like I'm okay. a dark humor one. So, um, I like Daniel Sloss. I like uh, Jeff. Oh my gosh, he's so funny. Why can't I think of his name? Um, not Jeff Dunham, but anyways, uh, Russell Howard is another one. I really like um, Ali Wong. She's super. Oh funny. my God, I love Joe Ali Coy Wong. Is Joe Coy my is my favorite. I love Joe Coy. Joseph, who yes. told you you were oh funny? Oh my God, his mom. Okay, oh, I just mom. have to tell you, I watched a, a Joe Coy special like right before I had to have major surgery. Yes, once, and I was really hopped up on medication, and my nurse. I asked her, I was, I asked her something about that. And she was like, you watch that Joe Coy, didn't you? You watch that Joe Coy. Because he talks about how a lot of Filipino yes, women yes. become nurses. And she was the sweetest thing. And she sat in there and talked to me the whole time. And I was like, are you Filipino? And she was like, you watch that Joe Coy, didn't you? We all are nurses. We're nurses, all of us. I love it. And she was so funny and so sweet. And we oh were just my like, God. yeah, I'm like. Joe Coy is seriously. Oh best. my gosh, if you haven't seen yeah. his latest Netflix, he yeah. went to the Philippines and did a Really? Movie. Yes. Oh, he went to the one. Philippines and what I love is he really is like he brought the Philippines culture from there to here. Yes. And like and it was like him going back. And what a beautiful example of like I enjoyed it because we're in an age of like transit. You know, we move yeah. around a lot. Yeah. And totally. So it's like when you think of your homeland or like yeah. anything, that's kind of a, that's a really abstract thought these days. Yeah. So it was a beautiful way of watching that. I highly recommend it. It's, um, it was cool. It was a great yeah. little like, cause he, you know, he's lived here a lot of his life. So totally. it's like kind of a two thing. So it was very cool to watch, um, watch all of that. I hope you guys enjoy. And it's super funny cause he brought on a couple of comedians with him, but no, I'm so serious. Yeah. Like I want to do it bad. I like, want to do it bad. Like, this, 
And also, I feel like if you're wanting to do yeah. stage presenting and things like that, yeah. stand-up is something really great yeah. to watch. Yeah. Because it helps you be able to move. off the cuff. Yeah. You can move around. Yeah. You you have to be able to segue yeah. easily and so not get caught up yeah or if somebody heckles you or if there's something distracting yeah. like how you can literally just stay on your game and i watch i watch such a what about uh, you what's your fate oh oh my gosh well i did just watch two jerry seinfeld specials oh, that yes. were really really good yes i love him john mulaney i oh. freaking love yes. kid gorgeous just go watch kid gorgeous okay he's mm -hmm. he's amazing mm -hmm. um jim gaffigan jim jeffries jim jeff oh yeah jim jeffries i know i know yeah He's i'm not a, i'm i'm not a super like jim jeffries person um bill burr is oh, one of my, my faves i love bill joe burr. rogan joe rogan. rogan yeah there's just there's so many yep. good ones and you can listen like on spotify too and i've just always i've been into stand-up for in the look at the time. array like yeah there's so much different types yeah. of stand-up like obviously i'd probably be more dark and nasty yeah. and she'd probably be more light and <laughs> not so nasty or just like funny you know? things like i like michael che too yeah. from from saturday night Live. yes like, just like goofy people you people know, having yeah. fun people yeah. letting their minds go without worry of what they're gonna say like yes. i mean that's my thing is like i think people are just too sensitive with what they say and so you know they're so concerned it carries so much merit or weight yeah. and it's like we're all human and we need yeah. to just give each other a break yeah. and enjoy enjoy being with each yes. other all right let's see my love so what period of your life are you most grateful for i am most grateful for this period of my life because i feel like i'm doing the most growing right now and the last little over a year or so has been the hardest of my life I've had the greatest losses of my life to where I thought I couldn't get out of bed yeah. and literally the greatest Wait. highs. Yeah. And so it's been so weird to have like these high, high, high peaks and then literally the like pit yeah. of like the worst feelings. Yes. But that's where you really do Rails the most. It's so annoying, but yeah, that's how it works. It's the truth. God, that's annoying. I'm telling you, I, I say this often is pain is the greatest accelerator I've ever felt. Like, yeah, there's nothing like hitting that pain point where you're just really done. You're just yeah. really like, woo, <laughs> like that hurts. And then <laughs> lights fire into your ass and you just go. And you find out that it was you the whole time that you weren't loving yeah. yourself, that you didn't respect yourself, you didn't create boundaries, whatever it is. I literally told Cam last night because we were watching that stupid movie Hot Rod. <laughs> I was like, man, I wish I could just be a happy idiot. Oh, serious. And like not care. Serious. You know, those people yeah. who were just like, they just literally don't in shopping carts flying. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just living their best heckin' life. And I'm like, I and they just Everything just falls into place for them. But for me, I can't, like, I can't. I can't. Well, and it's like, you know, and that's the thing too, is like, especially in the climate we're in right yeah. now and with what our poor black community is yes. going through, like they have for a long time and it needs to be oh, just stop. You know, 500 like, years. Yeah, no big deal. Like, mm hmm But, you know, and like, oh, hold on, I got angry. I I bring it back. <laughs> I said that, I'm like, what did we say right before that? <laughs> um, no. You have to tell me literally what, what did you say before that? <laughs> I forgot. I See, because we get on that track of and it's we get sassy when it's yeah because we love our black community and know we're yeah. right here with you like a thousand percent. But super allies, super right allies, here. super allies. Here, I'll look at the question. They'll help me here. Uh, what did I? Oh yes, grateful for the period of your life. Oh like, yeah, yes. You have to the growth of loving yourself and yeah. speaking up because you need to, you need to speak up yeah. and you have to love yourself mm -hmm. and the growth that you're going through. It's been so beautiful and seeing you come out in so many ways, like yeah. that pain. Yeah. It sucks in the moment, yeah. but I also try and find those moments of like silver lining yeah. where you can literally just laugh. You're yeah. like, okay, well, this is, this is what it is. Like, what, what am I going to do? What else do I do? Like, literally with quarantine yeah. and COVID happening, like, I, I literally, my resting heartbeat is 
my anxiety level is always up here when everybody's at a normal heartbeat level. So when COVID hit and everyone was at here, I was like, finally, everyone's at my level. This is my resting area. Finally, y'all get it. So I was able to kind of like chill the F out for a second because I'm like, well, guess what? That person doesn't know how they're going to pay their bills either. That's exactly so, right. Like, okay. I, it just, you know, I would have those good days and then I would have those bad days and yeah. it's just, you know, you kind of, there's, there's nothing else you can do besides pushing through mm -hmm. and have those days that you feel the feels. Ooh, that's too. a good point. Great point. Like if you don't and you just continue like, mm -hmm. okay, no, I got to be on the positive train. Yeah. Look oh, at me. Yeah. I'm doing so good. I'm, I'm winning at life. No, you're not. Honey. No. And no. you would be winning if you would open up and yep. heal. Yep, absolutely. I actually watched a really great TED Talk um, about oh, anger mm. very recently, about people who are anger eruptors and anger stuffers. And so if you are a stuffer and you don't let things out, it's going to manifest. I'm an eruptor. I'm a stuffer and an eruptor. I was going to say, I think I'm a stuffer and an eruptor then because yeah. I stuff it down. This is Till it erupts. Till it erupts. But then, yeah. you know what I've learned? And I, this is true. Like, it's something I practice every day, so is like I lean into it when I start feeling it sooner yeah. over time I used to stuff longer and longer yeah for me I found like as soon as I feel like okay I'm, it's not a big deal as soon as I say that I'm like oh you know I'm like oh that's like my first pause I'm like well it was a big deal or I wouldn't have to tell myself yeah it wasn't yeah. so lean into it yeah definitely do lean into it feel that feeling yeah. it's okay to feel fucking sad it is because they're I'm not kidding you. Like I battle horrible anxiety and crippling depression and people would never know looking yeah. at my page, but it's literally, I deal with it. I deal with what I have to in the moment. And if there are days where I'm like, I'm not going to shower for three days and I'm just going to watch Netflix and like yeah. take care of my brain. That's what I'm going to do. And don't feel guilty Absolutely. for that. Oh gosh, no. Yeah. Some of the best moments come in the quiet yep, sometimes. Like, they do. You don't need to, you don't need to be on no. to be successful. Sarai, I'm talking to you. Ah! <laughs> uh, silent. True. Stop lecturing me. <laughs> I'm like, take I'm a, not here taking notes. I'm like, take a nap. Woman. I know. She has break right now. What's she doing? All right. Well, I... I'm not, I'm very curious to see this one because I think, oh, I'm curious now. who do you admire most in your life? Oh, who do I admire most in my life? My mom. My mom. I know you were going to say She's that. the best. I really, She I, always talks about you, mama. I do. I talk <laughs> about my mom all the time. Yeah. And she's literally... The, I, she is like, she's literally a gift from Jesus. Yeah, she is because, and I, I, I say that about Sebastian too. I always pick him up and I tell him, I'm like, you're a precious gift from Jesus all the time. Um, but she is such an amazing human being because growing up, she taught us how to be very, she's very analytical and also very creative. Mm. So she would always help us with schoolwork, was always helping us like, build things up with like school, career, all those things, but then always fed our creative side mm. too. Like constantly, she's very artistic. She's really good with wow. working with her hands, but she's a technical writer. She writes training material. That's literally her job. It's the most technical thing ever. And <laughs> she, you know, worked within the banking industry for almost 30 years was like, you know, she started out as a teller and she just worked her way up to now owning her own business. And she's just Whenever I need to feel like I need a good, like, boss up, like, pep talk, I always yeah. call her. Or if I'm like, oh, my gosh, the sky is falling. Mom is the person that I go to. She yeah. will always make me feel better. Even if, you know, I'm literally spinning out, like, about to have a full-blown panic attack. And you know that feeling yes. when it's like, <sighs> it's right here. Yeah. I'm like, <sighs> your chest is tight. And you're yeah. like, you grab it. And like, it's yeah. going to stop it. You're like, nope. Your heart's beating faster. Yeah. You're talking faster. And I'm like, I got to go call Kathy. Yeah. yeah. Like, Kathy, she, Kathy's yeah. going to talk me down. Yep. Wow. Yeah. She's just, that's my like go-to for. That is really yeah. beautiful. You yeah. Know? Oh, my mom. She's the best. Well, that is amazing. And Mama, thank you for loving on this incredible human because she is simply divine. Plus, I look just like her, so. Uh, that explains a lot because you look like her. 
are just we are twins. Twins. we are twinsies really? okay my beautiful friend what's one thing you wish people knew about you and they probably don't one thing that they don't know about me. Well, it was probably that I smoke cannabis. That is a good one. Yeah, I actually. Another one because you just gave us. That well, one. I actually. It's funny because when I first started on this journey with Cam, when we were first trying to come up with like, okay, what is your brand now? Because you're, I had really pivoted away from everything. I was like. I want my brand to be me for once because for the longest time, literally people thought I was like in a play or going to a Mad Men party. Is that your real hair? And I just felt like I was hiding behind a facade mm. all the time. And I told Cam at the beginning of my Freebird journey that I wanted this to be authentically me 100% and that I was tired of hiding aspects of my life in order for people to like me online or for brands to think that I was an appropriate hire for things. And I'm like, I am still really professional. I am Gosh. really, I'm really funny and fun to be yes. around. I'm a good human being and I want people to know that I use cannabis Yeah, and I don't want them to look at me in a dirty way or that yeah. I am irresponsible or yeah. a drug addict or anything like that because I use that in order to be able to have my body function properly in order to show up and do my job. Well, and also too. You have to understand you don't have to defend yourself yeah because it's not a dirty word it's yeah, not it's not it's not and if you think that you might just need to rack a book because yeah. it's just you're in ill-informed about it and if you, it's not for you it's okay it's not for everyone yeah but you're absolutely right because yeah. it does not change her skill set does not change her professional qualities nope. it does not make her any different nor would it her stance on you know if no. she wanted to use it or not it doesn't matter like but you need to let people. Also, how many industry parties are just a booze fest the entire time? And thank people, you. you know, people thank come home you. and drink a bottle of wine after work and they're all posting about it. It's like, okay, well, first of all, I'm not going to get a hangover from smoking a bowl. Thank you. So and you don't lose your no, mind. Right? I don't lose my mind. So. I come home. I have dinner, smoke a bowl, and, uh, or Jamaican oh, rainstorm. I was going to Jamaican rainstorm. Yeah. Girl, I'm so glad because no matter what, partake, not partake, yeah. but your jam. Just don't put your opinion on someone else who does. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's make sure we don't do that because that's just being a dick. <laughs> so, all right. This one's fun. It's right this way, and I think we'll do it with Prez this way. Okay. Too. But two truths and one lie. Okay. So, Sarai did it to where she's like, okay, I'm going to just say three things, and you pick the lie. And I'm like, okay, I'll play okay. that. Okay. All right. So, two truths, one lie. Two truths, one lie. Okay. Um, wait, do you have any of yours? No. Oh my God. This is a really good, fun question. <laughs> so Sarai said, okay, Sarai said, um, to help you with like, yes. ideas. Yes. She said, I grew up in a town of 500. Okay. I cow, I've cow tipped and I ate a 10 pound burrito. She definitely ate a 10 pound burrito. Okay. See, that was like, okay. So what one do you think it is? I... I, she's done all those things. Um, I want to say that she has not cow tipped, but I feel like she has cow tipped. Oh, she has cow tipped. Yeah. <laughs> so it was the 500. The 500 town. Oh, oh yeah. I knew you grew up in a small town, but 500, yeah. She, she said like, there was like 700. Because <laughs> I like cow tips. I'm like, I can definitely see her cow tipping. And oh, yeah. she ate a 10 pound burrito for breakfast. I was so. going to say, yeah, I'm all the food. That's not a question. She's got, she got a hollow leg. Um, <laughs> all giraffes are born with a hollow leg. A little known fact. You're welcome. Amazing. All right. Amazing. <laughs> so that's what she did. Okay. I, all right. Two truths and a lie. Um, when I was in grade school, I pretended to be a dinosaur okay. on multiple occasions with different outfits. I had so embarrassing. <laughs> I had four pet snakes growing up that were in my bedroom and oh my gosh third one uh, hmm. 
I, sorry, mom, turn it off right now. <laughs> You're waiting. Okay, she got it. Okay, she got I have been to an adults only clothing optional um, exotic resort in Mexico. Oh, okay, okay. I have to pick the lie? You have to pick the lie. Okay, so dressing as a dinosaur on multiple occasions as a child. And actually- No, wait, no, wait, I'm not, I'm not choosing that one. I'm making no, sure I know you're, you're, you're Okay, you're, I'm like- No, and I meant it too. Yeah, you meant that you were a dinosaur. I meant that I was a dinosaur, like legitimately meant that I was a dinosaur. So meant that you were a dinosaur. The next one was? Obsessed with snakes and I had- Four snakes. Yeah, pet snakes in, my, in a terrarium in my bedroom. And the last one is adults all-inclusive. Clothing optional. Oh, it's, it's got to be the snakes. It is the snakes. It's snakes, yeah. Like, there's no way, unlike, you dressed up as that dinosaur. Like, I know you did. Okay. And you roared. <laughs> I sure fucking did. <laughs> I knew it. I'm like, I can see you go, Rawr. I did. I'll never forget. Okay, my grandmother, rest her soul, I love you. She is... I'm convinced that she's in heaven and she's the one that takes care of all the dogs that cross the rainbow bridge. Oh. So she was literally the best. She got me a pink dinosaur raincoat. I wish, I know my mom has a photo of it somewhere. I'll find a photo. I'm going to send it to camp so we can put it up. On yes, please. The pink dinosaur raincoat and the hood was the head and it had eyes on it and it had spikes and the hood all had teeth, like cut out teeth. And I would get on the bus and I would roar at kids. Like, I was a real dinosaur. And they would make fun of me. And I'm like, yeah, but I got this real cool dinosaur. <laughs> You're just jealous of my You're like, you just don't have one. Oh, yeah. my God. I love that. With all of my heart. Yeah. All of my heart. And I highly heart. recommend that everybody goes to a clothing optional resort at some point. I was going to say, I was really like, uh, <laughs> it's, it's called Desire Resort in Mexico. Please send me on a free vacation now. <laughs> we we're, we'll go <laughs> together it's fine it's the most liberating thing you'll ever do in your life it's serious yeah serious so i live in the tahoe area and they, we have nude beaches yeah and i'm telling you like everybody needs to let her free fly let her go let her go yeah and our last one what's the one takeaway you want anyone watching to have today Oh, <laughs> your takeaway is that we're better together. Yes. Oh, Sebastian. Oh. This is my baby, by the way. This is Sebastian. I just woke him up from a nap, so he's ornery. Oh, <laughs> yes. We are better together. And yeah. this has been such an incredible opportunity getting to share your story, your beautiful self with everyone unfiltered, unscripted. Well, except for Jen's awesome questions, because, you know, like, it's we're hairstylists. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't our jam. We'll be here. Yeah. This is what we do. 